Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 113, The Passion Trap, How the Search for Your Life's Work is Making Your Working Life Miserable, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, or welcome for the very first time if you've just landed here. This is uh, where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And if you are new here, you might not know that this is actually a podcast network. We've got six shows that cover everything from personal development to finance to health, and you can check all of our podcasts out by searching for Optimal Living Daily. All right, let's get right to today's post now as we optimize your life. The Passion Trap, How the Search for Your Life's Work is Making Your Working Life Miserable by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. The Priest and the Parachute. It began with a joke. In 1968, Richard Bowles, an Episcopal priest from San Francisco, was in a meeting when someone complained about colleagues bailing out of a troubled organization. To remind the group to return to this topic, Bowles jotted a clever phrase on the blackboard. What color is your parachute? The line got a laugh, but as Bowles recalls in a 1999 interview with Fast Company, I had no idea it would take on all this additional meaning. Two years later, Bowles lost his job as a priest and was shuffled into an administrative position in the Episcopal Church, advising campus ministers, many of whom were also in danger of losing their jobs. Noticing a lack of good advice on the topic, Bowles self-published a 168-page guide to navigating career changes, which he handed out for free. Looking for a catchy title, he repurposed his Blackboard one-liner. The initial print run was 100 copies. The premise of Bowles' guide sounds self-evident to the modern ear. Figure out what you like to do, and then find a place that needs people like you. But in 1970, this concept was a radical notion. At the time, the idea of doing a lot of pen and paper exercises in order to take control of your own career was regarded as a dilettante's exercise, Bowles recalls. It was also, however, a period of extreme workplace transition as the post-war industrial economy crumbled before an ascendant knowledge work sector. Uncertain employees craved guidance, and Bowles' optimistic strategies resonated. The book that began with a 100-copy print run and a clever name has since become one of the best-selling titles of the century with over 6 million copies in print. This story is important because it emphasizes that one of the most universal and powerful ideas in modern society, that the key to workplace happiness is to follow your passion, has a surprisingly humble origin. What began as a quip jotted down on a blackboard grew into the core principle guiding our thinking about work. What color is my parachute, we now ask, confident that answering this question holds the answer to the good life. But when we recognize that this strategy is not self-evident, and in fact, not even all that old, 
we can begin to question whether or not it's actually right. And when we do, it's dismaying what we find. The Passion Trap Let's summarize Bull's insight as follows. The key to a fulfilling career is to first figure out what you're passionate about and then go find a job to match. For simplicity, I'll call this the passion hypothesis. We can think of the past 40 years, the post-parachutes era, as a vast experiment testing the validity of this hypothesis. The results of this experiment, unfortunately, are not pretty. The latest conference board survey of U.S. job satisfaction, released earlier this year, found only 45% of Americans are satisfied with their jobs. This number has been steadily decreasing from the mark of 61% recorded in 1987, the first year of the survey. As Lynn Franco, the director of the board's Consumer Research Center, notes, this is not just about a bad business cycle. Quote, through both economic boom and bust during the past two decades, our job satisfaction numbers have shown a consistent downward trend, end quote. Though many factors can account for workplace unhappiness, a major cause identified by the survey is that, quote, fewer workers consider their jobs to be interesting, end quote. Put another way, as we've placed more importance on the passion hypothesis, we've become less interested and therefore more unhappy with the work we have. I call this effect the passion trap, which I define as follows. The passion trap. The more emphasis you place on finding work you love, the more unhappy you become when you don't love every minute of the work you have. I argue that the passion trap is an important contributing factor to our steadily decreasing workplace satisfaction. So far, however, my evidence for this claim is circumstantial at best, and we need to dig deeper. The young and the anxious. If the passion trap is real, recent college graduates should be the most affected. At this young age, before the demands and stability of family, their careers are more likely to define their identity. It's also the period where they feel the most control over their path and therefore also feel the most anxiety about their decisions. This predicts, therefore, that the passion trap would make young workers the most unhappy. Not surprisingly, this is exactly what the conference board survey finds. Roughly 64% of workers under 25 say that they are unhappy in their jobs, the highest levels of dissatisfaction measured for any age group over the 22-year history of the survey. To better understand why young people are so unhappy, Let's turn to Alexandra Robbins and Abby Wilner's 2001 Ode to Youth Disaffection, Quarter-Life Crisis. This book chronicles the personal testimony of dozens of unhappy 20-somethings, and as the passion trap predicts, most of the stories revolve around uncertainty regarding the search for the right job. Consider, for example, the tale of Scott, a 27-year-old from Washington, D.C. Quote, My professional situation now couldn't be more perfect, Scott reports. I chose to pursue the career I knew in my heart I was passionate about, politics. Scott succeeded in this pursuit, though he had to start at the bottom as a volunteer campaign aide. Within two short years after college graduation, he had the, quote, Capitol Hill job I dreamed of, end quote. Rationally, he should be happy with his work. He says, I love my office, my friends, even my boss. Yet he's not. It's not fulfilling, he despairs. Scott has since restarted his search for his life's work. I've committed myself to exploring other options that interest me, Scott says, but I'm having a hard time actually thinking of a career that sounds appealing. The passion hypothesis was so ingrained into Scott's psyche that even his dream job once obtained couldn't live up to the fantasy. Unhappiness followed. Story after story in quarter-life crisis follow this same script. I graduated from college wanting nothing more than the ultimate job for me, says Jill. Not surprisingly, she hasn't found it. I'm so lost about what I want to do despairs 24-year-old Elaine, that I don't even realize what I'm sacrificing or compromising. 
and so on. The passion trap strikes again and again and again in these pages. This all points toward a troubling conclusion. Not only is the passion hypothesis wrong, it's also potentially dangerous, leading us into a passion trap that increases our feelings of unhappiness and uncertainty. Happiness beyond passion. These initial articles in my Rethinking Passion series have been negative. My goal was to tear down our assumptions about workplace happiness, because as long as we cling to the passion hypothesis, other factors will remain obscured in its high wattage glare. Soon, however, I'll be taking on the positive task of figuring out what does matter. I've written at length about the importance of ability and craftsmanship in developing passion for your work, but I also want to explore equally important and equally nuanced factors, such as authenticity. Why are we attracted to the stories of people living simply in beautiful surroundings? Autonomy. What's the importance of having control over when and how you work? And mission. How vital is a cause for transforming work into something meaningful? Stay tuned for this discussion to continue. And in the meantime, I welcome your own reflections on the reality, not cliches, of finding fulfilling work. You just listened to the post titled The Passion Trap, How the Search for Your Life's Work is Making Your Working Life Miserable by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thank you to Cal, who, like yesterday's author, is super accomplished and a person that we narrate across a bunch of our shows. He's got a few really popular books. Two you may have heard of are So Good They Can't Ignore You and Deep Work. Both of those are really highly reviewed. Uh, He completed his undergraduate studies at Dartmouth College back in 2004, got a PhD from MIT in 2009 in computer science. He was a postdoctoral associate in the MIT Computer Science Department from 2009 to 2011. That same year, he joined Georgetown University as an assistant professor of computer science and was granted tenure in 2017. And again, he has multiple popular books that are definitely worth checking out, plus his blog, which is called Study Hacks. And last, you can check out his relatively new podcast, which is called Deep Questions. And you can find all of that at calnewport.com. But if I were you, I'd probably go check out his books first. And I think that's going to do it for today. I hope you have a happy Thursday if you're listening in real time. 
And thanks so much for being a subscriber. It really helps us build our numbers and keep this show going and growing. And I will see you back here tomorrow in the Friday show where your optimal life awaits.